Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90-Day Money Challenge. Wow, everybody, it's day 90 of my 90-Day Money Challenge. I made it all the way, and you made it with me. I want to start just by thanking everybody who's participated, who's inspired me. Thank you, Susie, for challenging me. Thanks for everybody who's shared insights along the way and has really encouraged me to keep going. So I want to start by thanking everybody. And then let's go into our final thought here, final belief. All right, the belief for today, I'm taking a big underlying one, which is money is bad. Now, when I think about this one, I'm looking at billionaires who have accumulated a huge amount of money and have this incredible power at their disposal. And then I think of the opposite end, right? The the haves and then the have-nots, right? The poorest people who have really been screwed over by the systems and have basically nothing. Uh, money has been cruel to them. And all capitalism and the ownership system, right? This whole system that's based on taking and taking something that is freely given by the earth. That has to be bad, right? Money is bad. It's dangerous. It's unfair. It's, uh, it's a, a cruel temptation that twists humans into bad people, right? Money is bad. All right, so let's dive into the work of Byron Katie. Okay, money is bad. First question, is it true? Well, when I sat with this in my meditation practice, I saw... No, it's not true that money is bad because when I look at all of these power structures, I look at the rich, I look at the poor, I look at ownership, I look at all of the systems that we've set up, I see that it's the ways people see material goods, it's the ways people see what they deserve in life, It's the ways people see each other as being others, as being enemies, as being other people who might take what they have. All these systems are built on fear and are built on a lack of seeing the world as being a a free-flowing place. And there's much more that I don't know about. I'm not a scholar on capitalism, Um, but... What I'm really clear about is that it's not money itself that's the culprit, right? Money is just an exchange system. It's what's behind money, right? It's the the person behind the wizard. It's people. It's us. We are the culprit here. We're not the ones. uh, We are the ones making money into uh, harmful applications. So let's go in and take a look at what happens, though, when I believe that it's money that's bad. Right, The first thing is that I feel when I'm believing money is bad, I feel like very young, like I'm I'm a child and an adult is telling me 
that money is bad, and I don't quite understand, but because it's bad, because I've been told that it's bad by an adult, and adults obviously know everything, um, that I want nothing to do with it. I want, I don't want to be seen with money. I don't want to be thought of as wealthy. I don't want people to come after me for having money. Um, I also don't want to be poor. I don't want to be pitied. I don't want to uh, be screwed over by money. I just sort of want to be invisible, being in the middle, somewhere in the middle, that nobody really cares about that much is a much easier way to be. And shockingly, that's where I've ended up. And when I am believing money is bad, I feel angry at money. It's causing so many problems. I'm angry about it. I want to just avoid it and go live out in a cave somewhere. Um, I, I see that when I, when I really think about it, I see that this anger is actually misplaced because it's, it's preventing me from taking clear actions against people who are misusing money rather than um, you know, focusing all of my energy on money is the problem. And when I look at the past, when I'm believing that money is bad, I see uh, a memory of when I was robbed, right? when my family was robbed. And what I saw was how sad it made everybody. And I remember specifically my mom's reaction. I remember she was coming home from work and I always knew it was a good, uh, I knew that she was in a good mood when she would like bring home some takeaway food. And I remember she brought home KFC, which was something that we never got. And so I remember looking through the little peephole in the door and our house was basically in complete disarray. Everything, just papers everywhere. Everything had been sort of gone through. Uh, all sorts of stuff was missing. And I remember looking through the peephole at my mom walking happily towards the door, carrying this food knowing that I was going to have to basically break the bad news to her and basically ruin this rare good mood that she was in. And, and basically, like, what I saw is that I have to take care of my mom. And, uh, and so what I learned is to disassociate myself from stuff and to... Uh, really have a, a an avoidant reaction because stuff could be taken away at any point. And, and I also remember um, my family moved a lot and we moved countries and lost, you know, all of our stuff and, and friends. And so I have this very much a loss relationship with stuff where it's almost like I don't trust things to stick around. I don't trust money to stick around uh, the same way that uh, I don't trust people to stick around because I was forced to leave and to leave and to leave. Or And it's not necessarily that I'm not trusting the people. It's that I'm not trusting that my situation won't just suddenly change and then everything's gone. Uh, so, And it's not necessarily an, uh, an enlightened response that's like, well, I'm so enlightened because I'd, I'm not attached to stuff. It's No, it's like I'm very attached to stuff, but I'm insecurely attached. And so I'm avoidant to the, the things that I have, which actually can end up making me spend more money because I never am satisfied with the things that I have because I think, well, you know, I don't know, I might lose that or that might break or whatever. Um, and so I just need to keep getting things, getting things. 
So there can be all sorts of interesting responses that I have to this fear of abandonment by things and money. Uh, And so all of that is swirling around underneath money is bad, right? And, And then I feel guilty whether I'm making money or not. And especially when I'm making more money than somebody else that I know, I don't want to talk with them about money. I don't want them to think that I'm wealthy. There's a very uh, a big distancing process in there. And I just, I, I'm like, please don't bring it up. I have like this big wall of defense and fear. I don't want to make them feel bad. And I don't want to feel bad if other people are making more money than me. Right? Because money is bad. Money is causing all these divides between us. All right, and let's see. Overall, what I feel is sad and scared and, and stuck in between not wanting to be seen as wealthy because that's distancing and not wanting to be seen as poor because that's distancing. I'm stuck. It's not good to be rich. It's not good to be poor. Money is bad. It's creating this whole problem. All right, so let's take a look at what happens free of the belief that money is bad. Right, and what I started to do was just look at different things and see how clearly can I see something. So I looked at wealthy people free of the belief that money is bad. Right, because part of money is bad, part of the proof behind that is, well, look at all of the horrible stuff that billionaires are doing and look at just the amount of power that millionaires have been shifting around. And what I saw was, you know, there's at least one example of people who are doing a really great job of working with wealth. And and the first example that I thought of, and I'm sure there are many, many more that uh, I'm going to enjoy starting to research. Um, but one close example to me is Gay and Katie Hendricks, two of my mentors who basically their mission is to fuel a foundation for empowering people's relationship with their bodies, with their emotional intelligence. That's the work that they've been doing for 40 or more years, and they've made a foundation, and their you know, mission is to put all of their millions into that foundation so that they can empower this really positive work in the world. That's a great example of wealthy people doing great things. So it's not necessarily true that that money is bad, that wealthy people are bad. Um, so again, looking free of the belief that money is bad, I see that money itself just comes and goes, that it's fluid. Uh, income, expenses, savings, and then purchases. Money comes and goes. It's not good it's not bad in itself nobody is born with money nobody is in the womb and bringing money from the past life and nobody dies with money nobody's taking anything in this material world with them and that i started to see more clearly what is money i just sat with what is money what's really going on here and i saw that long ago ownership was invented invented by people who conquered, dominated, uh, people who were afraid. 
people who uh, didn't believe they had enough, didn't believe they were okay. Uh, it's all fear, right? And in the U.S., it was white explorers who believed that their position, possessions and their inventions made them better than other people and that their hard work, which is really just them doing things they didn't want to do, um, and that their persecution from their, uh, their own past made them uh, deserving of taking what other people had. And then America. Um, and it's clear every time I look at one of these examples of all the systems that were created, you know, the agriculture system and land ownership and all of that, that it's created in the minds of humans. All of the elements that are negative, that are harmful around money, are all in the minds of humans, individual people all together making a collective. That's, that's all the badness that is in money. Right? Money itself is just a tool of trade. And who would I be free of the belief that money is bad? I would be free of all fear of money. And I would see that behind any money exchange is just people. And so if I need more money, what am I going to do? Try to make money? No, that's ridiculous. It's about people. So what am I going to do? I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to engage. I'm going to find out what can I do to make more money, right? That fear that's pointed at the money itself, right? And worried about money, worried about money is completely misplaced. It's really, money is just sort of a mask with people underneath it. And so when I'm free of the belief that money is bad, I feel clear. And that clearness gives me a sense of calm, right? It's like uh, uh, there was a TED Talk, I forget the, the speaker, but who talked about how uh, bravery isn't required when you're clear, right? Because there's no fear. There's nothing that you need to overcome. When you're clear, you're clear. And there's a calmness and a, an in-tune with realityness to that. So let's take a look at the turnarounds here. Money is bad. Let's turn it around into money isn't bad. Well, money is just a trade system. And there are other trade systems out there. There's probably tons that I don't know about. But of course, there's bartering objects themselves. And there's, uh, in our present world, um, there's a buy-nothing group where people basically are just um, giving away things that they have. And it's in, become an entire uh, sort of economy based on just giving. And it totally works. And um, lots of people have gotten lots of great things from it. And th so there are lots of systems of trade that are possible. The one that we've created is one of them. It's not good and it's not bad. It's a possible solution to a problem of having lots and lots of people trying to barter and not necessarily knowing what one thing is worth. It's a system trying to, trying to solve a problem. All right, another example of how money isn't bad. Uh, like I've talked about, money is just an in-between for people. It's, there's, there are people present in every exchange, right? Money itself 
isn't a real um, isn't a real substance besides the actual the actual uh, paper and coin or the the digital signature. Itself is we're really just talking about people and possessions, and it's so easy to forget that as we get sucked into trying to grow more of a number and to avoid getting less of a number. As we start to get really fixated on that number, and we forget that money is just a representation for people. And another example of how money isn't bad it's people believing fears that make money look bad, right? We see, oh, well, somebody with this much money was able to do that. It's the person, it's not the money, and it's the fear specifically. The people aren't bad, even fears aren't bad, but fears believed and acted upon create harm. That's the way the world actually works. And then let's go into a different turnaround here. Money is bad turns around into I'm bad. Right, and that's what we're just talking about. It's me. It's the it's the acting on the thinking that I'm believing. Right? When I believe my thinking, I can cause harm. Right? Like when I believe that I deserve money, I'm going to go and try to take money. And that is basically what the the early white settlers in the US did. We deserve fill in the blank. We're going to go take it. And we're not going to, we're going to just destroy whatever's in our way. Like we deserve this. We are going to take it. That is a false belief that when acted upon creates harm. Yeah. It's us. It's not money. All right. I'm bad. Another example, when I act out of integrity because I'm afraid of losing money, I'm bad. Or I could come up with a million of these. Basically every thought that I've questioned when I'm believing it, I'm going avoidant. I'm going anxious. I'm uh, treating other people in a bad way. I'm treating things in a bad way. Um, it's, it's the me that's doing the thing that ends up causing the harm. Right. And um, let's see, I wrote down one more example here. When I go avoidant, Oh yeah, when I go avoidant was was one of the those examples. Well, my big conclusion to this entire 90-day challenge is that no money issue is actually about money itself. Right? And and we've seen this just again and again and again. Money is really just covering up people. And what's the real issue with people? It's the fears. And where do those fears come from? Well, they come from some kind of childhood experience, right? Where we were really impressionable we believed something somebody told us, or we had a really negative interaction around money, or we absorbed somebody else's negative interaction around money. That's where money issues come from. And then we believe them, we start acting on them, we build systems to protect ourselves at the expense of other people, and then we're all we're all doing that, so we're all sort of fighting this battle. Right, And all of the wisdom about sharing and generosity gets lost underneath this mountain of fear and the actions that we've taken on that fear, which then create real tangible systems. So the real work starts inside, right? Starts inside with us questioning these beliefs and stopping those actions, right? And then helping each other wake up to removing 
the systems piece by piece replacing them with systems that aren't based on fear. All right, we've got a lot of work to do, and we've got a lot of work to do together, but what you can do right now at any moment is question that thinking. Okay, and that is day 90. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for tuning in and participating in this 90-day challenge. It's been really impactful for me, and I'm going to do a, a separate episode just on my takeaways, and uh, and I may end up doing some interviews with people, and so I'll make sure to post them. Uh, but yeah, please send me any uh, any questions that you want me to answer about uh, this journey so far. Go ahead and send them to me uh, before I make my video uh, recapping, and um, and yeah, just thank you so much for uh, going with me on this journey. All right, take care. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.